and and understanding my emotions and not letting them control me and understanding that I was more responsible for the place and the state of my life uh, than I wanted to admit. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Welcome to the Risen Fallen Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Hendrickson. And if you are brand new to this podcast, what you can expect is open and authentic conversations about things like mental health, self-development, and how to get your life moving in the right direction. Even if you're feeling like you're not confident about where you are in your life right now, uh, at least having the confidence knowing that maybe every single day you're making maybe 10 steps, maybe five steps, maybe three steps, or maybe just one step in the right direction, in the direction of the life that you want to live, in the life that you uh, would proud to call yours. And if you're not new to this podcast, if you're a returning listener or a returning viewer, whether you're watching the YouTube version of this or listen to the podcast version, uh, I just wanted to say thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for coming back and supporting this movement, supporting this journey and supporting the idea of making yourself stronger and better and smarter uh, every single day. And along the way, not just making yourself better, but lifting others up as well. And whether you're brand new to this podcast or not, I just want to remind you guys from the bottom of my heart that you are the reason that I do what I do. Yes, you. Listen to this or watching this right now. And uh, it is a beautiful Saturday afternoon as I film this. Uh, we just kicked off summer here in Vancouver. Uh, I'm chilling out. I'm ch- kind of just chilling in my office uh, this morning. I uh, woke up. We went for a Risen Fallen hike, a little hike around. Uh, we went to uh, North Vancouver, uh, got out in nature, got to meditate a bit by the river. Uh, it was a nice, relaxing morning. Came home, had some breakfast, chilled out with my mom, chilled out with Teddy, and... Um, Yeah, just kind of had a nice relaxing morning, Uh, spent some time with some friends, some family, some loved ones, and then uh, went grocery shopping, and now I'm here. I'm chilling out. I'm having a a little bit of coffee right now, and I'm hanging out with you guys. And uh, so it's Thursday morning when this drops, and um, so happy Thursday. I hope your week is going well. Uh, We're kind of coming to a close of this week as it's Thursday, obviously. It's the Friday to Friday, baby. The Friday to Friday. And so we're kicking off this weekend with some good vibes. And, um, you know, I just wanted to kind of make this quick little episode. But before I dive into it, I'm going to have a little sip of my coffee here. So uh, whether you're hanging out and you're starting your day off and you got a cup of coffee in front of you or maybe you're working or maybe you're coming home from work or maybe you got a glass of water, uh, whatever it is, maybe you got a, a liquid beverage in front of you or maybe you just don't. And uh, I just wanted to invite you right now to uh, take a little sip or if you've got nothing in front of you, take a little breath and uh, just kind of get centered and get kind of focused and just kind of get in the mindset of... uh, growth and development and i'm just going to take a little sip right here and we're going to get started right quick so uh let's get to it so like i said oh god that's good i love coffee anyway so like i said um you know i am a pretty big proponent of of routines i like the idea of routines i like uh the fact that routines help us get you know, 
closer to uh, where we want to get and they keep us consistent with our energy, with the way that we spend our time, with the way that we think. And um, yeah, I'm a pretty big, I like, I like routine. And I think that all of us like routine, whether we want to admit that we like routine or not. Uh, our bodies and our brains function best off routine. Your brain will always look for a routine. And, um, you know, there's tons of different, uh, you know, pieces of evidence for this, whether it be your circadian rhythm or anything like that. And, um, you know, when people first ask about routines, they think about, well, you know, what should I have in my routine? Uh, I think definitely exercise is one of the things you should have in your routine. Uh, you should have some mindfulness stuff, some reflection, uh, something like journaling or being able to speak to a counselor or being able to speak to somebody about what's going on in your brain. Uh, I'm a pretty big proponent of journaling, which I've talked a lot about before. And I'll probably talk about again, uh, pretty soon. Uh, I've made episodes on it in the past. But uh, one of the things that is deeply ingrained in my routine, which, you know, kind of settled into my life, uh, when I was doing the 75 hard challenge, um, every single time, it just kind of reminded me more and more the value of reading. And, um, you know, for there's there's many different reasons obviously when you're reading you're gaining knowledge you're gaining perspective you're gaining um mindfulness you're gaining the practice of sitting still for a long period of time you're gaining um you know the art of not being distracted by your phone you're just kind of uh you can lose yourself in a book very easily and i've kind of you know shifted between you know reading fiction and non-fiction novels and biographies and um tons of different things throughout the past few years but if you are considering reading or starting reading or continuing reading or changing up what you're reading, I wanted to make this quick little episode of four books that I'd recommend that you read uh, immediately. Four books that will change the way uh, that you think about the world, change the way that you think about yourself. Uh, maybe you've read these books before. Maybe you can revisit them. Uh, but four books that I think were life-changing for me and four books that you need to read. And so, without further ado, let's jump right into this. I'll talk about uh, a little bit about why I like each book. Uh, they are in no specific order or anything like that. I just kind of threw them on my desk in front of me right here. And uh, we're going to talk about each individual book. And maybe you can pick one of these books up uh, in the near future and you can start reading it. And if you like it, you can message me and we can talk about what books uh, you like and, and, and uh, we can kind of build from there. And if you have any books um, that you would recommend that I read that maybe I haven't read yet, then send me a message on Instagram at Risen Fallen. And uh, I, uh, I love to get book recommendations. I, I've been... I, uh, you know, reading is part of my morning routine. So uh, if you have any good book recommendations, then uh, I'm, I'm excited to hear about them. And so let's jump into it. The very first one I want to talk about is this one right here, The War of Art, Stephen Pressfield. And uh, I'm sure you guys have heard of this book before. It's a, it's a really good book. It's a short book. It's not that long. You can flip through it pretty quick. Um, these uh, books are pretty, this book in specific is pretty easy to read. Uh, it's got nice uh, big text. There's some graphics in here. And uh, the reason that I like this book a lot, I actually, I have the physical copy and I have the audio copy as well. Um, the reason I liked this book a lot is because it put words to thoughts that I have that I didn't 
I've never put words to before. I, I couldn't uh, label them with words. I just kind of thought about those things. And I thought I was the only one that dealt with similar thoughts like this. And, and the main thought that that book talks about is the idea of resistance. And, um, you know, the resistance that people feel uh, when they want to start a new journey, a new hobby, uh, a new creative outlet, a new pastime, a new way of making money or career or anything like that, the resistance that you feel, and it makes the resistance into a tangible enemy that, um, you know, you can kind of start to observe and, and fight against and understanding how momentum will work with you. And I don't want to ruin the book too much and spoil it for you, but that's a, a very good way to, I feel like, summarize that book. Um, Stephen Pressfield, very interesting guy. He's been on Joe Rogan. That's actually where I heard about this book was uh, through Joe Rogan interviews because he talks about this book very often. So I picked it up. I grabbed the audio version as well. I listened to it. I read it. And uh, it's a book that I'd recommend. I think that it can really help shift your mindset and help you identify when you're feeling the resistance and what that resistance is telling you and being able to differentiate uh, those type of thoughts from your identity and understanding that it's not you holding you back. It's the resistance you're feeling. Uh, and maybe that is a part of you. Um, but uh, really just that you have the choice whether to listen to that resistance or not. And so that is uh, one of the books that I would recommend for you. Uh, moving on. The next book is uh, one that I've talked about on this podcast before, but I thought it would be worth mentioning again. Um, this is one of my most read books. It is not in the best shape, uh, as you can see. Very crinkled cover, kind of bent in spine here. Um, this is my most read book. I um, This is uh, honestly one of the first books that I actually finished every single page for in my adult life. Um, the reason... I started reading this book is because of how easy it is to read. It's called The Art of Living. It is uh, philosophies from Epictetus. Uh, the subtitle is A Classical Manual on Virtue, Happiness, and Effectiveness. Um, this book was given to me as a gift um, way back in the day before I you know, started working in construction when I was still working in the gyms. And uh, I used to keep that book in my drawer next or in my desk and every single day when I would come into work I would just open it to a random page and there would be a, a little passage there from Epictetus and it, it was just one of those books where I could flip it open to a random page and that passage would be uh, relevant to anything that I was dealing in my life it was it was it it, it felt like it was like um, it just touched me so much uh, in in appropriate ways and um, it was also my introduction to Stoic philosophy and just reading in the first place because before I had picked up that book, I thought, you know, reading's not for me. I suck at reading. It's not something I'm interested in. Uh, philosophy was definitely not something I was interested in. At the time, I was just kind of a gym bro. All I cared about was bodybuilding, making money, uh, lifting. Every single day I was eating a ton and... Um, you know, nothing really interested me other than the gym. I was in a really dark place in my life where I thought that I could just spend time alone and lift weights and listen to music and eat and rinse and repeat. And um, 
it was really my first introduction, like I said, to Stoic philosophy and the idea of discipline and the idea of self-mastery and, and understanding my emotions and not letting them control me and understanding that I was more responsible for the place and the state of my life uh, than I wanted to admit. And this led me to reading a lot more Stoic philosophy, obviously. Uh, Marcus Aurelius' Meditations is another great one, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. Um, Daily Stoic, anything by him is going to be good. Um, I couldn't recommend his books enough. Uh, if you want to have like a good introduction into what this kind of stuff is all about, you can check out his YouTube channel, Daily Stoic. But I would highly recommend picking up this book. It's a really easy read. Uh, like I said, it's not like stories or chapters or anything. Just like literally each page is a separate passage and you could just not have to read it in order. I flipped it to a random page every single day. And um, it was always something that was relevant to my life. And... I think that it's a valuable book. It's still, like I said, it's my most read book to this day. Um, I always have it cl close to me and near me, and it's something that I revisit very, very often. Um, so yeah, check out this book, The Art of Living. Uh, you can check it out, and you'll like it, and I'm sure of it. So <laughs> the next book I'm going to read or recommend for you to read. Uh, I actually just recently finished this book. It's uh, a book by a pretty famous author. Um, most people hear about this book first when they hear about this author. It's called The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, Robin Sharma. And the um, this is actually the, the not the first book I read by this author. The first book I read by this author was another book, um, called The Leader Without a Title, I think it's called, or The Leader With No Title or something like that. And uh, that book I really, really enjoyed. I think I've talked about that book before on this podcast. But, um, you know, his most famous book is this one, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. And I, after finishing it recently, I can understand why, because it is a very easy book to read. It's a very short, simple story. But within that story, there's uh, small conversations about lessons that this one person has learned and he's kind of relaying it to somebody else and the reason I like this book so much is because it provides very simple imagery that helps you understand and conceptualize different lessons of life and really just helps you comprehend different um, routines and how to make routines and different ideas that I feel like can help us navigate this world of you know, needing to have the most amount of money, needing to have the flashiest cars, the coolest clothes, uh, the biggest house, and uh, being rich. Obviously, the title, like I said, uh, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, understanding that these materialistic things are not the things that should actually drive us and motivate us. Um, they're not evil in and of themselves, but the pursuit of those things and putting the importance of those things uh, higher up on the totem pole uh, of importance, um, putting those in, in front of uh, what is actually truly valuable in this life will lead you to a miserable life and cause you to be unhealthy both mentally and physically. And understanding what the important things are actually in life because it's not the money, the houses, the cars, the clothes, um, those things are not evil. Those things are not bad. 
but they're not the most important things in life. And if you place those things um, before the truly important things in life, it will lead you to be unhealthy and unhappy. And the very last book I'm going to recommend is The Upward Spiral. I don't know if I've talked about this book before, but um, it's by Dr. Alex Korb. The subtitle is Using Neuroscience to Reverse the Course of Depression One Small Change at a Time. And um, this book is pretty important to me. Uh, I've read it a few times. It is, um, you know, this book touched my life, again, uh, in a very appropriate way. And I've kind of told this story before during interview portions of this podcast. But uh, along my journey of, you know, dealing with my own mental health and my own depression and anxiety and and other issues that I've had, um, you know, I've dealt with many different doctors. I've seen, you know, a couple different professionals, uh, counselors, etc. Sorry, I got to take a sip here and rest my throat a little bit. And I had my bouts with the, and I had my bouts with the medical system, uh, and uh, you know that's kind of another story for another time. But this book, The Upward Spiral, was recommended to me by the last doctor I spoke to about my depression. And the reason that he was the last doctor that I spoke to is because he helped me so significantly. Um, I remember that I walked into his office and I basically said, if you're about to prescribe me a bunch of medication and uh, give me some weird uh, advice on, on, you know, um, how I need some more pharmaceutical products inside of my body, Uh, to get better and that this is going to be something I'm going to deal with for the rest of my life and that I need to take these pills until I feel better, I'm going to fucking walk out. And he was like, whoa, dude, I wouldn't fucking recommend you jump on any prescription pills at all in the first time I speak to you because I don't even know who you are or what your story is. Like, just sit down and tell me about um, everything about your life. Tell me about what you eat, how you sleep, uh, what you do for work, what your relationships are like, what your relationships with your parents are like. Um, how, what you think about why what makes you depressed what makes you anxious why you feel like that makes you anxious and I basically sat down and talked to this gentleman for like what felt like probably two hours we just sat there and talked and he kind of made me feel understood and heard and normal about the things that I was going through Um, you know and At the very end of our conversation, we sat down and he basically was saying like, look, I'm going to give you two books to go home and read. I want you to read these books and don't come back and see me until you finish them. And it felt like I was being interviewed to be his patient. Uh, The two books that he gave me were Man's Search for Meaning uh, by Viktor Frankl, which I've talked about before on this podcast as well. But the other book that he gave me was The Upward Spiral, this book right here that I'm telling you guys you need to read. And the reason that I liked this book so much is because it put, you know, depression in a perspective for me that I never thought about before. It helped me understand that, you know, it's not a permanent thing. It's not something you have to deal with for the rest of your life. And not only is it not permanent, but it is something that you can change. You have the power to change it. And our brains are so plastic and have the ability to um, make these changes. And it's up to us 
whether we want to set these routines for ourselves and understanding that it's not something that happens immediately. You know, it's, it's kind of something that, that requires a compound effect of little small changes, um, that you'll have to make in your life and in your routine. And it just kind of gave me a lot more hope in understanding that, um, like I said, it's not a, it's not a life sentence, depression and anxiety. It's not a life sentence. And it's something that, uh, you know, not only is it not a life sentence, but it's something that you have the ability to change in yourself. And that was a, you know, it was an uplifting kind of notion for me to hear about because I feel like, you know, when we hear about, you know, um, diagnosis like depression, like ADHD, like anxiety, like all of these different um, disorders that we might be diagnosed with, we feel like, okay, well, I guess that that's who I am. That's part of who I am. That's, that's part of me. And that's always going to be who I am. That's always going to be part of me. And I was born like this and I'll die like this and nothing will ever change. And there couldn't be anything further from the truth. You know, just because you're like this right now, that doesn't mean that's who you are. That's what you're like right now. That's it. And we always have the ability to change who we are. We always have the ability to change who we uh, associate with, but also we have the ability to change how we think and how we behave and how we act. And, you know, it might take time and it might take repeated efforts and it might take failure. It might take tough times. And sometimes it takes enough tough times for you to even be motivated enough to want to change. But these diagnoses that we get, diagnoses, whatever the proper word for that is, the, these diagnosi that we get are not life sentences. It's not something that's permanent. It's not something that's fixed. It's not something that defines who you are as a person. Because like any other illness, you know, these things, they can be cured. They can be you know, and they might come, they might even come back in the future, you know, and I feel like that's what the chronic and chronic depression really means that it, it might be something that kind of revisits you in the future, like a shitty neighbor that keeps knocking at your door. But, um, you know, if you set up the right routines for yourself, if you set up the right defense mechanisms for yourself and you can show up at the door armed and ready to defend yourself. And so um, that was kind of one of the biggest takeaways that I had from that experience with that doctor and from the experience of reading that book. And so with that all being said, I think uh, I am going to go for a run right now, kind of get myself recharged back up for the afternoon, take care of some chores around the house. And um, on that note, I hope you guys have a good weekend. And uh, like I said, if you have any book recommendations for myself, any books that you want me to share on the podcast that I can read and talk about and re uh, like uh, recommend for other people, 
then uh, message me on Instagram at Risen Fallen. We do have the Risen Fallen meetups as well. If you're in the Vancouver area, you want to come for a hike, you want to go for a barbecue, you want to go grab coffee, you want to get involved in the community of making yourself better and lifting other people up along the way, uh, you can get involved with the uh, Risen Fallen meetups. You can get involved with the Telegram group that we have daily group chats on as well. Um, reach out to me on Instagram about that. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, complaints, anything like that that you want to address or maybe you want to be uh, heard on this podcast but you don't want to come on the podcast in like an interview form, you can message me any questions that you have and I will answer them on this podcast. Reach out to me, like I said, on Instagram, at Risen Fallen. And if you want to support the movement and just help, um, you know, give back to the community, you can grab yourself one of these hoodies. Uh, you can grab yourself a tee as well at risenfallen.com. And the proceeds from that go towards the in-person meetups and, uh, you know, the things that we do in the community here. So with all that being said, that's my little housekeeping to do there. Um, I hope you guys have a good weekend. I will check in with you on Monday. Much love and peace out, you beautiful human beings. Go get some books and read. Bye.